That's nice. The sharp eared amongst you might have heard three. <laughs> Who's the third person? Wait, you may let's ask. see. Just make noises until we think people could guess. No pitch, noises only, until we think people could guess who you are. <sighs> already done. All right, <laughs> very <laughs> clear. Um, welcome to Podlander Dreamcast and Outlander Podcast, the proper, the main, the original, the um, prequel? No, the. The blueprint. The blueprint. <laughs> the cornerstone. <laughs> the base garment. Yes. The thermal layer. The foundation. The foundation. <laughs> the beauty blender. Um, uh, welcome to Podland. Drunk Cast Not Lord Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. And I'm Janine. We are all in the same place, y'all. This is here. Watch. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> um, uh, our beloved Janine is in town and gracing us with his presence, even though he abandoned us for higher education and the ocean. You, I already warned you I might cry. Don't, oh, don't make it I'm definitely going to cry. Are you kidding? I've had a rough couple months, buddy. I will cry about literally anything. Okay. You should have seen the number of times I cried at camping about nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's, I heard that it was such a beautiful experience. It was too. great. Yeah. It was really, I had the best time. Um, but I also cried a lot. Well, we're, like, we'll cry oh, together. this is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last night. I was walking to Scotty's after I got off the uh, off the train, and I was like, "These trees are so beautiful. <laughs> the lights are like." Oh. I will say this about the Pacific Northwest: incredibly beautiful, gorgeous landscapes. The weather is incredible, but autumn is not its jam. No, it is. It is a spring area. Spring in Portland is the shit when yeah. all the plants start waking up again and coming back. But fall, everything it's like London. Everything turns brown and dies. And like made worse because of the fires that have been going on. So like oh, yeah. dealing with smoke and then everything. It just. I <sighs> was telling Janine that he, you know, if he really wanted to miss Chicago, he came back on a banner weekend because A, not only is it 70 degrees at the end of October, but B, the fall color is amazing. You're going to go to an incredible wedding downtown with a person of style and taste. And In you're a just, very cool location. Yeah. Too. And you're going to be like, Chicago, you. I, you bitch. I You're need, my kind of town. I needed my ex to like maybe like not be doing so good. It, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like it's doing really well. Damn it. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty here. I miss everybody. No. Oh. Well, we miss you too, bud. But you know, you can you can drink with us remotely or not drink, as the case may be, uh, anytime you like. I appreciate it. And for now, we're just gonna shoot the shit a little bit. We're gonna play catch up with Janine. We're going to do a brief mailbag episode because to tell you what, uh, some of you sent questions and now I can't find them. Um, uh, some brand. of you sent questions and I did find <laughs> them, but you asked the same question. Um, and some of you are just asking when we're gonna do a show in Hawaii. So, um, <sighs> so the mailbag Trish part, rhymes I don't think, with "I wish." Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I think that, that the mailbag portion will be a little short, which is good because it means more time of talking to Janine. Um, for those of you who are inquiring, uh, yes, we are going to talk about the new Outlander casting at some point, um, but we've got a bit of a backlog because of an episode you will have already heard that we're about to record. Don't um, get too close. Oh, Your, my God. Your toe is right on the line. I know. No um, time travel. No time. Uh, well... The temporal threshold has been messed with. Yeah. <laughs> the I just, bubble wiggled. I just poked the dick rock. Yeah. I just poked it. My fi- The tip of my finger traveled back in time and got fucked by a Scotsman. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Does it smell like mutton? Because of all the lamb? 
that was a bad weird. What? Because he's because it's. You know what? Letting it go. <laughs> you could, I mean, I like listen. I would have accepted. Does it smell like cum? <laughs> Like, you, get, you get a free one because it's been a while. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so Jenny, how will, are you? Oh, yes. We will talk about the casting news eventually, yeah. but today it's about getting the band back together. Uh, yes. Um. So. Hey. Janine. What's up? How you doing? Well, the medicine Julie gave me is doing great. And what medicine is that? The minute he walked into my apartment today i could tell he was a little on edge and he said he, his travel had been a little bit tense and i was like would you like a bliss pill i believe those were the first words out of my mouth to you yeah. other than hello uh it was i'm looking for my socks oh do you need a bliss <laughs> yes that's exactly what it was. <laughs> great and uh so uh, approximately 30 minutes ago so right about now Ding! he's feeling the effects of that incredible product you know what i need one too yeah. um where's my where's my bag I got bliss drops in my bag. Swag. Yeah. Swag. Um, here's my first question for you, Janine. Yeah. How many times have you listened to Beyonce's Renaissance? <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. Can you estimate, or is it like the number is too high, or the limit does not exist? Exactly. The limit does not exist! Because that's kind of how it feels to me. Well, uh, I did take a math camp course uh, at the beginning of this, and I learned about, you know, theoretical limits. Um, in a matrices conversation, so do, doing some linear, linear algebra, um, and that's me putting up a smoke screen. <laughs> Trying to say you haven't listened to this album yet? No. Aaron? I'm, I'm sorry, who is Aaron? Janine, on your way back okay. to the Pacific Northwest, your assignment, and you do not get to choose to Hold accept on. it. This is mandatory. Let me just put. Let me just make sure that it's on my phone now. Listen. I'm going to put it on. I'm, I'm going to express it this way. If you still lived here, first of all, we would not be in this situation. We would never have let you go this long without <laughs> listening to this album, because we're better friends than that. Oh, I don't have. We're better friends we than are that. Better friends you than are that. better friends than that. Yes. Yeah. But that's one. But two. If it, if it wasn't that we had, were on a limited time frame here, I would have immediately said, fuck it. We're doing the mailbag ladder later. This episode is now. We're stopping recording. We're, we're going go to go listen to all of Renaissance, and, and then, then we're going to talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> I, I'm, a little, I'm surprised you guys think I did listen to it. Remember when we did an episode? You're a human being. But, I mean, it was huge, and you were there when it got released. And you know, who needs, you know who needs a little, you know who needs just a little Beyonce in his life right now? Janine. And you want to know why? Because you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. No, no. It's, you won't break my soul. It's a great album. Okay. I've been missing all this pop culture like Well, that's really the only pop culture I have in my life right now and it's because I'm frankly just not going to move on. Mm. <laughs> I I love it too much. I, I keep watching rewatching It is my primary jam right now. I it keep is rewatching Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And well. I'm, and I'm revisiting Deadwood because Ian uh Shane McShane. McShane is fucking exquisite. Mm -hmm. Uh the rest of that show is it makes me sad, but it's good. It is a good television program. It yeah. is true. But these are old things. I need new things in my life. Well, you need Beyonce's Renaissance. What you need? No. It's drip not, intravenous. It's not. <laughs> that's a joke you're going to get later. It's not new. It's timeless. It's that. You know what? She's right. Yeah. 
Welcome to Renaissance Cast. <laughs> no. no, that is not our space. <laughs> this is how we do it. Um, <laughs> okay, so the answer to the Beyonce question is zero, and now there's an alternate timeline in which we just go listen to it right now. So you know what? Can I get you to commit? This is my favorite thing, making people to commit to things they want to do, they don't want to do in front of a microphone. Can I commit to sometime in the next couple weeks as a little bonus for our Patreon pals? We hop on a Zoom. You have listened to Renaissance. We're all a little stoned, and we share thoughts. I can't. I just want to hear Janine go. It's just you know, I just entered the country with derringers because these Karens just turned into terrorists. Yes, that I'll, is a lyric written by Beyonce. I'll I'll, I'll I'll try to do a Janine's corner on this okay. Renaissance. Great. A Renaissance Excellent. corner. You know, and if you just say, "Hey, Scotty, do you want to listen to Beyonce?" She's gonna immediately say yes. So yeah, no she's problems. gonna wonder why you didn't start sooner. Mm-hmm. Fair. She's probably listening to it right now. Let's be real. That's not true. Scotty's on the Carly Wright face, which I completely support and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've gotten the Beyonce question over. How's higher education? It's um, I love it. Honestly, I love what I'm doing, and I, I won't get uh, like it's uh, goddamn. Where do I don't know where to start when I start answering this question? Because like people say, hey, how's it going? I'm like, it's fucking great. Let me tell you about all the cool things I've learned, or like yada yada. But um, what I'll say is. I was nervous that I was unprepared. I applied to a PhD twice, you know, and I thought that that was because, and I got lucky on the second time. I finally presented myself well. I'm a, I'm smart. Yeah. Yes, you yes. are. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know about literally everything but Outlander <laughs> and Beyonce. And Beyonce. <laughs> that's oh, just, wait a minute. How that's smart just that, is he? How smart am I really? That's just that you haven't gotten there yet. Fair. Okay. And that, and also, I take it back. You're very smart about Outlander for someone who has never read the books <laughs> and has seen maybe seven episodes of yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more than seven, but yeah. Um, but it's 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 surprising to be in a place where. Uh, not surprising. It's just really nice to be in a place where I'm around people who are all trying very hard to like, they all want to answer similar questions that I'm in, interested in and like, or, and are also putting themselves in an uncomfortable position. And, and it's a lot, I thought I'd be the old guy here. I'm not. I'm oh, like, cool. I'm f- with other people who are also kind of in different stages of their lives, which is really fun. Cool. Um, it's very supportive. Eugene's my kind of hippie town. Uh, yeah. That's kind of getting... Eugene is cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just... It's a lot of... And and, um, the classes I'm taking right now work so well together um, because it's about... I'm learning econometrics and sociology methods and uh, some marketing theory. Not my jam, but like useful in some regard. Um, And every bit of it is about helping me understand how to ask a question and what I might need to do to answer that question and to explore the pieces inside of it and like what are the other aspects of what's going on so we're proud of you man yeah you You did it you're there school has started you're in it i couldn't phd (laughs) i couldn't have gotten there without you guys at all uh it's true though it's true (laughs) it is yeah uh i mean we're great we are and also annoying. So <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just needed something to get away from. Yeah, he needed a reason to leave town. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, all you really needed was, was the drive to escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, so last night when I was walking, I I realized this, that I, f- I felt so old. Um, like in this weird, I don't know how to describe this feeling, but like as I got off, as I was riding the red line up, there was a group of, 
20 somethings, like 10 of them. Loyola. Yeah. Uh, they were all theater students. Oh, oh my God. How do I Somebody know? Somebody learn how to plumb. There, how? but for the grace of God. One of you needs to go into plumbing. Okay? How, uh, you want to know how I know? Because they were singing Mr. Cellophane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a them. tell. God, are you sure they were in their 20s? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe somebody, maybe they just watched Chicago for the first time. Yeah, I guess we've reached a phase where the youths are like, they're thinking about Dear Evan Hansen and a Chicago a strange is like, loop and whatnot. And Chicago is like, like Oklahoma. Lame is to us. Yeah. Listen, don't <laughs> say shit about Lay Miz. No, no, I'm not saying shit about Lay Miz. I'm saying it was a classic when we learned about it, right? So yeah. to them, that Chicago is kind of in that same slot. Yeah. Like that idea. Uh, I want to throw this out. Maybe I can get you to commit to this. So mm. this, it, it, this, this coming year, 2023, assuming the planet still exists, mm. which who knows? <laughs> always coin, always coin, up in the air now. Coin toss. Yeah. Um, on March 5th, 2023, I will have a birthday. I do not usually love to celebrate my birthday. It makes me kind of uncomfortable, but I'm trying to be better about it. This year, I had a very small gathering that these two lovely people were with. They attended um, and then promptly got stuck in a torrential downpour. Oh, yeah. um, so I sort of felt like some for force in the universe was like, nope. But no, that's not the case because the universe handed me another sign. And what? it's that on March 5th, 2023, in Chicago, Illinois, Broadway in Chicago is bringing it to town. Lambert's Rob, a musical experience. Oh so, my God. I will so, go. Thank you. I, no question. I'll try. If I can get time off from school or like if it works out I'd come I've never seen Le, Le Miserable what yeah. <laughs> for some reason my bullshit brain just in my head was like swing your razor high sweetie <laughs> musical yeah um, <laughs> it's I gotta be honest Listen, I'm not going to say that Lamez is definitely square. For a show that's about rebellion, it's extremely square. Yeah. However, it's it still is, good. It is a mainstay for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's just extremely epic. It has zero chill. Mm -hmm. It's like you get a little moment of comic relief where it's like, let's slow down for a moment. And it's uh, somebody robbing graves. Or by oh, graves, I mean the corpses of recently killed soldiers and revolutionaries wow. in the French sewers. And that's the, you're like, let's take a deep breath. <laughs> and that's like yeah. oh this this is funny yeah okay. yeah <laughs> yeah um it's a hoot okay um and i could probably sing at least 10 minutes of it right now without interruption uh so if you are in chicago <laughs> on march the 5th you just get a ticket to les mis go see oh. les mis well you will be there at least julie and i will um we just punched the time bubble that is a big ripple in the time bubble. Remember yeah. when we were getting our toes close to the edge? How we just time I? traveled. Because now this is on record. And now we have to go see Lay Miss. I mean, first of all, actually, this is very appropriate. Because you know who else would come to this? Your husband. Yes. And you want to know why? Because one year, I said to, I said to one Neil Starbird, all I want for Christmas, Neil, he wasn't going to get me a Christmas gift. I worked this into existence. Um, all I want for Christmas, Neil, is for you to come see Les Miserables with me because the movie was about to come out and Neil does not like musicals. But I thought maybe the epic scope of Les Mis would appeal <laughs> if you just go like like uh, exposure therapy, immersion therapy. Mm -hmm. You just go all the way to like 
no dialogue, completely sung through, lots of leitmotifs, like, let's do it, the barricade is lifting, and do you hear the people sing? Yes, we do, because they are all miked. And singing in our face. Yes. <laughs> um, luckily, no audience participation. That's th- truly what makes Les Miserables special. Anyway, he said yes. And then, 20 minutes into it, I had to lean over and apologize, because that's how bad that movie was. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, yeah, it's really you should bad. see it live. So... That would be that would be great because what I was about to say is this is wonderful because I will have forced both halves of the starboard marriage to accompany me to see Les Miserables. Only this is also my redo, and I could, I, I could, I could cleanse, I could, <laughs> I could, could remove that memory from Neil's head. Yeah, yeah, I could go full Inception. Well, I'm going. Great. All right, so the future has been decided. Yep. Here today. Totally. October the. Whatever it is, 22nd. This someday, the October 22nd. 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question for you, Janine. Hit me. Why are you in town? I'm here for Amelia's wedding. Yeah! Amelia's getting married tonight. This is how she marries. I do. Great. She won't hear this for quite a while, probably. I hope not, because she's going to be off. On her mini honeymoon. Yakety saxing somewhere yeah. in a hot <laughs> Nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> we should just say yakety saxing in general now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I'm going to go get some yakety sax. <laughs> yakety saxing. Because then in your mind, you hear yakety sax and. Can you imagine the person that puts on yakety sex to fuck? Yes. I've met her. (laughs) Okay. Um, So congrats, Amelia. Now, the second most important... No, let's reverse that. Mm. I was Beyonce, I said, was the most important question, but it's not. This Mm. really is, if I'm honest. Okay. How's Jasper? He's doing so good. Mm-hmm. He likes his new apartment. It's yeah. uh, it's a townhouse situation, so I've got two stories, um, which means I got windows upstairs on both sides of the building with lots of trees and a big. I got a p- patio. Sweet, nice. Which Jasper's now gotten used to going outside, which means I get meowed out, meow, meow, meowed, meowed at, meowed this at. This is why Nancy's not allowed on the porch. <laughs> yeah, because now he's and it's a porch. It's a pit porch, like so. It's not really easy for him to get out. So, like, he can go out there, and I feel pretty comfortable with it. But now he, like, fucking lets me know, hey, bro. Let me outside. Why am I inside? Cash me outside. What's <laughs> what's this about? There's grass for me to go eat and then vomit up. But we had that outside. <laughs> yeah. Just that's in a- case you forgot how we act outside. <laughs> uh, that's another joke that you're yeah. going to get in. Another Beyonce joke. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. I can't, I can't wait. So, he's loving it. Yeah. Um, does he do zoomies on the stairs? He does do zoomies on the stairs. He likes to do zoomies on the stairs when I'm on the fucking stairs, which scares the shit out of me. He's trying to kill you. (laughs) He wants the town home to himself. (laughs) Like the first time he did it, I was like walking down and I'm like using the banister. And then all of a sudden, like I just hear and like, (laughs) (laughs) like under my feet. Oh no. I I almost like roll down. Now I know to give space and like I give him his own thing. To give him his lane. Yeah. Give him his lane. Um, God, it fucking scared the shit out of me. He's, yeah, he really has a zoom. But here's another thing that I like about this apartment. Um, so in Chicago, these apartments have these radiators, and it actually stays quite warm in mm-hmm. the apartments I've been in. Uh, we don't have radiators. We have those electric base heaters. Mm. And so I turn those on if I'm in the room spending time, which means I'm getting cat cold seat, like the cat cuddle season. Oh, yeah. And he, for the last week and a half, he's been 
uh, coming into my bedroom when I'm like when we're going to sleep, and he'll either either lay on my chest or he'll like actually like curl cuddle. up underneath cuddle. my like arm. We told you he would get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay! Cold cat season, man. Cold it's cat the best. Season. This is my first apartment in Chicago that isn't constantly hot when the radiator's on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also getting a lot of that. But Nancy's cuddle spot of choice is like chin to shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I, I, on the, the negative side, all of my pillows are absolutely covered in cat hair. Yeah. But on the positive side, it's, it's right great. There. I mean, because basically she's purring directly into your neck. <laughs> so you're like hearing it and feeling it. You're getting yeah. vibrations. She's oh, yeah. giving Some you those good, good vibrations. vibrations. <laughs> Question. In your head just then, mm-hmm. which version, which good vibrations were we vibing? Oh, I was vibing Beach Boys, but I know that the Marky Mark version exists. Yeah, because cat purrs deserve the Beach Boys version. I agree. I was also thinking cat purrs, but there was something about the way you said it where I thought maybe there was a chance that I was going good vibrations and you were going good vibrations, which would have been really Mm -hmm. fun. (laughs) Um, Good. Oh, good, Jasper. Yeah, and he has, uh, he's meeting two friends this weekend, like um, two people that are in my program and he just hasn't met before and they're taking care of They're cat sitting in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just coming to keep him company. No, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Are you progressing with the Lady Sherlock books? Uh, I started the second one. Um, I really love that first one. And yeah. then I think I slowed down the second one only because like I was school getting, started. I was yeah. getting closer to school. You know, yeah. you're busy. Yeah. I you're a busy stuff. man. But I really like that first book. I re- I just, I like it all. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to keep reading more of it. it's un- I, I, I got into it as much as I hoped I was going to get into, into getting the ninth, but I'm going to do the audiobook version of that. And that's going to, we had it. a similar experience, I yeah. think, because I enjoyed getting in the ninth, but I also felt kind of unmoored a lot of the time. Like I didn't know what was going on, but mm. I still enjoyed it, but I'm not enough to read the rest of the series where like Neil and Allison and Scotty are like blowing through them. They love them. So it just didn't catch me the way it caught yeah. them. I'm going to try the audiobook thing, especially if I get She's this. She's so good. This woman is like, the person who reads it. Oh, apologies to Davina Porter, who is now my sorry, Davina. Now my number two. What? Um, but this woman, Moira Quirk, who does the the Lock Tomb books, is f- so fucking funny. Awesome. She's so funny. But honestly, the person who does the Lady Sherlock books is really good too. Mm. Kate Redding is her name. I'd love a fucking audiobook, guys. I've just never been able to get into it. You I know, don't know what it is. I wasn't able to for a long time, and then I sort of figured out that my ideal situation is first actually listening to it after I've started reading it or after I've read it entirely. Um, and then either alternating or just being able to revisit. And then it's sort of like you're getting somebody else's lens on it, which I find Mm. super interesting. Um, but it's also just a matter of, it has to be the right kind of book for you and a narrator that you super connect with. But if it's a good narrator, it's like you get sucked right in like any audio drama. It's just one person is playing all the parts, you know? Um, and that Moira Cork is so good. I've gotten to a point where I think I'm ready to start listening to audiobooks Cause like, I just never like went here. I was always, I just never had my routine didn't seem to fit in mm-hmm. it. But now I, I find myself in the evenings, like after I watch, you know, two episodes of Avatar or Deadwood or something, I'm like, I don't want to, I'm not ready to go to bed yet, but I don't want to like watch or read anything. I just want, I don't want to use my eyes. I just want yep. someone to like talk to me. Yep. Yeah. I use it. I listen often when I'm cleaning um, or doing like really mundane, like getting ready for bed or washing the dishes or those kinds of mundane things. Yeah. Um, and I listen when I'm walking, uh, and I've been doing a lot of, <laughs> cause it's been, it's been a 
strange and stressful couple months for me. Um, so I've been doing a lot of playing really stupid, mindless iPhone games and listening to audiobooks at the same time. So I'm like merging bushels of hay while I'm listening to somebody talk about lesbian necromancers in space. Exactly. Or what have you. This Various British detectives. That was me with Yacht Rock in 2016. Oh, yeah. I remember the face. Like a definite brain reset, like a hardcore, like unplugged from the wall, <laughs> plug back in situation. <laughs> Julie, were you saying you wanted to know if I remember? <laughs> <laughs> we almost missed it this year. It was like 11.50 and we were getting ready for bed and I was like, Neil, Neil, wait! Ugh, and I had to put on old Earth, Wind, and Fire on yeah. September the 21st. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, any other updates? Anything else we should know before we do our little mailbag? Got a motorcycle. Oh, oh yeah. yes. How dare we forget? What is the motorcycle's name? Uh, oh, fuck. Have you Janine. not named your motorcycle? No, I did. I just forgot it because I haven't called her name out in a long time. Oh, that t- that's that sounded really bad. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That sounded like the most honest explanation I've ever heard of a man getting a motorcycle. You know what? Prop. Yeah. I just like that says a lot. I need to spend more time with her. Um, oh, fudge. Falcor. I'm sure. Oh my god. Moon child. <laughs> if somebody got a fucking motorcycle and named it Falcor, where is that person? <laughs> If you're listening, person who named their motorcycle Falcor, please call me. <laughs> please do. Uh, Julie, we obviously, you know, drop in more often than Hastings. I Hastings. Hastings. That's what it is. It's That's Hastings. Good. That's good. It's Dignified. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and you know, because I'm getting someplace with haste. Oh. Okay. A little wordplay there. A little wordplay. Uh, I have to give someone to credit on Instagram who I can't remember who because I'm blissed out. But... Uh, <laughs> They gave me that name, and I was like, well, fuck yeah, I like it. That's a good name. Yeah, but I haven't called That's a good name. Called her name out in a while. I played the Duke of Hastings in Richard III, so mm. I've got a connection to your motorcycle, buddy. <laughs> good job. Um, <laughs> I have no connection to your motorcycle, but I've read a lot of Shakespeare. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy. Yeah, I'm sure that there has been some sort of Hastings. Rel- in fact, there was. There was a War of the Roses question the other day, bitch. Boom. Mm. Uh, if you are not watching Jeopardy right now, guys, it, the second chance tournament is great. Didn't uh, you and Tom say that the three people that are the people that are on there are like some of the best that have ever been because it's the yeah, well, big winners so it's, over the last couple of years? That's coming up. So oh, right okay. now they're doing a little tournament. It's two weeks. They're doing a tournament where they brought back uh, it's nine people per week um, who lost narrowly usually to one of these big super champs or some other like oh. they were obviously really good and then they just like they were up against Ken Jennings or they or got sm- right. totally yeah or i mean they're all from this previous season so it's the it's people like amy schneider and matea roach and the other like big super champs from this last year mm-hmm. um okay. but it's great and it's so cool because they're doing um the Group of three, one person wins. Group of three, one person wins. Group of three, one person wins. On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then on Thursday and Friday, those three people play two games. And the person with the highest total combined from the two games goes on to the Tournament of Champions. That is a cool... Isn't it neat? Yes, I like that. Like, it changes the calculus with the betting. It shakes up the feeling of Jeopardy. It it really... refreshes it yeah it's very cool Cool. it's really neat and then they're doing the same thing 
God damn, by the time you hear this, well, maybe, yeah, by the time you hear this, this will be done. Sorry. I hope you watched Second Chance. Please watch Jeopardy. Go back and watch the repeats. And then they're doing the Tournament of Champions, which is all of the super champs, which is, um, uh, or I guess the, it's not super champs. It's people who've won five or more games in the last season, um, which there were a bunch of people who had epic long runs, like multiple top 10 of all time in the last season. So I'm super That's excited. That's cool. crazy. That's I'm awesome. obsessed with Jeopardy. Do you mm-hmm. have a thing that you are obsessed with right now that isn't Beyonce? Beyonce's Renaissance. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't let you finish your question. <laughs> I mean, me too, obviously. Uh, when I'm watching Jeopardy the whole time, it's like, um, uh, this um, pharmaceutical company is partially sponsored by Dolly Parton or some shit. I don't know. And you're like, who is Beyonce? Yes. I go, what is, you won't break my soul. <laughs> um, so I'm with you. Well, I, I guess for me right now, it is Reservation Dogs. Do oh, either one of you watch that show? I haven't watched that. It's great. I it. It's I haven't watched so season two. Awesome. Oh my God. Season two is even better than season one. Right. And season one was incredible, right? Yeah. It's, uh, just, I cannot recommend it highly enough. The actors are all incredible. It's funny. It's sad. It's everything. And it's just such a good show. What? what uh, That's FX on Hulu. Oh, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just got a spot. I just got Hulu. That's paid for by my Spotify. Can't wait. Uh, be careful. Those ads are coming for you, baby. What ads? Oh my God. Neil and my, Neil and I have the Hulu through the Spotify. <laughs> just saying it's annoying. And Oh, baby, baby, you will watch some ads. <laughs> you will watch some ads. <laughs> what um, is happening? <laughs> Renaissance is fucking renaissancing all over you. So Neil and I actually had this conversation the, the other night about streaming platforms. You're a futurist. Let's talk about this. Sure. Let's, let's bring Janine back into the fold. What's going what on? can we expect in the future vis-a-vis the use of advertising to push you to a higher model? To push you to pay more, to push you like, oh, it's already being done. Oh, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, will will that continue, or will it just will the lower ranks just disappear? Like, uh, like, like free Hulu. Like we had free yeah. Hulu through our Spotify, but now we're getting commercials like every two minutes, oh, yeah. no question, yeah. all the time. So many drug companies, like that shit. Yeah, because because advertising doesn't work the same way anymore because of like um, because of privacy laws and because of like other types of technologies that are getting in the way. So like and and people just are smarter about it now. So like they're going like ads are used in a way now. Yeah, it's bringing in revenue and like it's doing a job, um, but it's kind of like a I mean, like inflation, right? It's more. It's not. It's not really inflation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting pushed towards these higher tiers because you want to not not be near those ads. But then the lower tier, they're like, well, we want to get you to the higher tier, and we got advertisers that want to be put on here. So like, we'll start injecting ads here now, and so yes. now we've got a reason to push. And you then on. the next one, and then the next one. Like, yeah. my question is, where the fuck does it end, bud? Uh, well, it it, it is it a chip in the brain so that I can watch Hulu. I would. I actually. I'm reading a paper right now uh, that I find disturbing, but it's marketing around um, uh, consumer engagement during a, an experience that's unfolding. So, like watching the Super Bowl and like creating a TikTok or something like during it or tweeting. And the paper is essentially saying, uh, adver- uh, advocating for companies to push people to make things as they're watching this stuff to increase their enjoyment. So I would guess that in some fresh commercials. Yeah. 
we're going to start moving towards that direction where you're content generating free commercials for these companies. We used to say that shit to the kids all the time when mm -hmm. when we were in when I was a children's theater performer in Oregon. We used to tour around, and we would always ask kids like, "Why do you wear an ad on your shirt? They're not paying you." Yeah. Like every time you wear something with a logo on it, you paid for that shirt, and now you're there commercial yeah so that's the future we're all commercials oh my god yeah joe fisher got it right <laughs> yeah i feel i feel like some this moment of anarchy brought to you by huggies watch midnight burger <laughs> watch listen to midnight burger mm, fingers crossed um yeah so that's what i see but also yeah, it's depressing but also like the the at the thing we're in now with watching stuff in a non-AR VR thing we're ways away from AR VR being a real thing mm -hmm. but like that's that technology and that push towards that technology like literal engagement like bringing you into the process like yeah. making you part of it this the singularity is happening you yeah. guys so i think that's something that <laughs> you're going to eventually move towards that but think about exactly what you just said right with like Tiers push like this mm -hmm. advertising is pushing you towards these different tiers. Advertising will push you towards this model, right? It's all about, you know what I find really frustrating? I find frustrating. This is a tangent, but I find really frustrating when people are like, oh, well, I don't like that the government has this policy that's nudging me and making me do this thing. I'm like, do you not think you're being fucking nudged all the fucking every day, time? Every moment of every day. Like, Jesus Right fuck. now. <laughs> I've got another Jeopardy anecdote for you Jesus. guys. You know who is sponsoring the Second Chance Tournament? Moderna. And oh you know, no, you know what? I'm totally cool with it because it's just this tournament brought to you by Moderna. And then when they go to it, there's the two commercial breaks in Jeopardy, or I guess three. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, three. And then uh, afterwards, it's a fact about Moderna that you then answer like, what is Moderna or what is vaccination or what? And it's great because you know what it is? Facts. It's just facts. You know where you reliably get facts? Jeopardy. So you're watching Jeopardy, and then it's like, here are some facts. And you know, that here's another engagement. fact. That is some... Because that that is not for me. That's not for me. I don't need someone to be like, here are some facts about vaccinations. I'm good. I'm convinced. But there are people who watch Jeopardy who are like, well, if it's on Jeopardy, it must be it must true. It must be real. Right? Oh, my God. I think it's really smart. Speaking of depressing. <sighs> TBH. I know. Um... <laughs> I have a slightly different take on this ad question, which is less um, far future, less like big picture, uh, because that is not the way that I think, but is from like TV critic brain. Sure. Um, the next little spike that we're going to see is ad-based VOD. Um, oh, is sure. places like Tubi. It's going to circle back around to places where there are no streaming subscriptions, because if you're going to watch ads... And all of these places are starting to have an option with ads. Yeah. Um, or like the even Netflix, there's a Netflix option with ads now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you're, you may as well get it for free. And yeah. frankly, some of those places, the ads so are a lot less disruptive because you'll get like three in a row once. You know what I mean? It's like going back to TV in yeah. the fucking 70s. It's sort of, just going yeah. back to being television. Yeah. That's it's, all except, now you except, except for on demand. Except for all the commercials are pharmaceutical commercials. <laughs> That's that. I'm sorry. Respectfully, also political ads. Oh, yeah. Well, right now. Two months from now, and, that'll chill out for a minute. And Amazon Prime, Black Friday, and or image resuscitation. And food, food delivery services. But really, pharmaceutical companies, mm -hmm. specifically speaking on Hulu, it is incredible. So... I'm going to take 10 seconds to talk about this because I know that we have gotten far afield, but there's another commercial. 
<laughs> tactic that I saw on Hulu for the first time that wow. I think is the next one, which is it's just the name and then they'll show you images and you'll be like, what? What? And then you have to go look it up to see what it is. Yeah. I've seen those. And it was a drug. Yeah. It was an MS drug. Yeah. And the images that they showed were like flip flops, beach balls, yeah. umbrellas. What the fuck? Yeah. I've seen those and I've, always, I've always, like, I get so upset by that because I'm just like, what? The Anytime they do that now, I'm like, I do not look that up. You, you are not paying me to look that up. I am not doing that. It's so, yeah. I it's it. dystopian. I mean, we're barreling right head on into it. Yeah. We'll see how it is. Art still exists. I mean, here we are making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is art. It is, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, let's do some questions. Yes. Yeah? There aren't that many. So fuck all of you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Speaking um, of engagement. This is on me. It's because we <laughs> said this. Love you guys. We said this a long time ago, and some of them have just been lost to the annals of history because, guys, we get a lot of emails from, from companies that we have never heard of asking us to claim our podcast on a website that we have no idea what yes, it is. Yes. Who yeah. are those people? Um, so, and then Slack, obviously, is like... Uh, uh, 90 11 uh messages a day and we love you all but things Can't get lost but i have some that i wrote down initially and some i was able to find and we're just going to do those and a lot of them are repeats so uh, i will not be able to cite a specific person here because there are so many that i was just like i don't need to save any of these we have once again got multiple requests <sighs> for someone to explain what anyway patty means apologies to the at least five thousand of you who have heard this story at least three times Okay, so my friend Melody, who I knew when I lived in Portland, had a younger sister. They were two years apart when Melody was four years old and her sister was two years old. Their mother, Susie, put them in the bathtub one night, like a Sunday evening, and then went into her bedroom and got on the phone with her friend Patty. Melody was in the tub with four-year-old Melody, was in the tub with her two-year-old sister, and her two-year-old sister fucking laid one down in the tub. That's right, she just took a shit. And Melody, <laughs> Melody was like, this shall not stand. So she got out of the tub and wrapped her little four-year-old body in a towel. And it's just like, ugh, looking at her two-year-old sister and a turd floating in the water. Like, what am I going to do? And so she goes to tell Susie about it. And Susie is just trying to have a conversation with her friend Patty. And when was the last time she talked to Patty? I don't know. So Susie is like, get back in the tub. And Melody's like, but, but. And Susie's like, you hand over the mouthpiece of the old school phone. You go get back in the <laughs> And so she does that like three times. And then the third time she did it, she's like, just sh- get back in the tub. Oh. Anyway, Patty. <laughs> and she went back to the conversation. And Melody, four-year-old Melody, remembers that moment like a flashbulb. Anyway, Patty. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. I'll tell that story till the day I die. I don't care. That story is fucking amazing. It's a good so, one. It so it's good. a good one. Anyway, well, that's why I was not hesitant to ask you. Oh, um, gosh. And I've gotten pretty fast at it, too. You have. Yeah. You have. Um, okay. Uh, we may as well also just briefly uh, do the other one, which I didn't see this time, so maybe we have finally answered this. But just in case, mm. one of the questions I couldn't find, uh, it's Janine from Ghostbusters. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the reason. That's the reason. Um, okay. The Chris Hemsworth version. Also, kind of the Annie Potts version. I, I think Both. I'm a nice mix of the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I so. This is a question, not a mailbag question, but it delighted me, so I'm going to include it in our mix. Mm. Um, Michelle asks on Twitter, 
Hey, I just found your podcast. I absolutely love it. I listen to it on my hour plus ride home from work. So I guess that makes me your eighth listener. <laughs> oh my God. Did you guys make a Podlander podcast for season one of Outlander yet? Please do so. Oh, bitch, we got you. If you're listening in order and you're listening an hour on your commute, let's assume one of the commutes a day, right? We can't assume both. There are other podcasts. There's There news. are other things, more content. Okay. Not just us. So if she had just finished season two. How many episodes do we have? Let's assume uh, 1.5 per episode, just as an average. Yes. Uh, There's uh, six seasons of Outlander, roughly eight to ten episodes per season. So if you could say ten for an average. So and we can assume that maybe she'll end up skipping the, the Sick Burn Jane ones. Or by the time she yeah. gets there, they might not be on the feed anymore because mm-hmm. we are taking them from the Podlander feed and putting them on the Sick Burn Jane feed. Uh, so. so that's 90 hours, So and that's 90 days. If she's doing ninety work, well, days. but we've crossed we've crossed the hundred episode. Oh mark. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that was with Sigburn. That was with Sigburn mm. Jane and yeah. other things for the Podlander drunk cast. Uh, my guess is probably enroaching upon a hundred at this point. Okay. okay. So okay, so let's say so a hundred hundred hours, mm-hmm. which means a hundred work days. Uh, that's a third of a year. That's so quarterly. Divided by five. That's twenty weeks. Okay, so twenty weeks from now, <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you. We gl- we're glad you got here. We hope you got here. If you didn't, we're sorry we disappointed you. Yeah, sorry you left us on the side of the road at some point. Um, I hope that we have made your commutes a delight. And yes, we've done every season plus a bunch of other bullshit. Yeah, so much bullshit. Do, we had a lot of great ideas. Where's the dune vase? Yeah, where's the dune it's vase? It's literally Drum right behind bar. you. And Wait, is it still in there? Th- no, hold on. Yeah, see if there's one in there. We'll I do one do for all time. I think there is. Empty? Oh, yeah. But you know why? Locked down. I cleaned the fuck out of this house because oh, yeah. I had nothing else to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I did the same thing. I And then we moved and I did it all over again. Yeah. This okay. Really, this really is a good It's really good for the Gamja bar because it does feel like maybe you're and not going to get your hand out. Then when you get now, the fist You got to do the Confu- Confucius thing. And Do you guys remember that? The Confucian story about the kids trying to pull the apple out of the vase? No. And then Confucius just picked up the apple and turned picked up the vase and turned it over and an apple dropped out and the kids were like, mind blown. <laughs> uh, anyway, Michelle, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. Welcome. And welcome. And we do go back to season two after we did season I one. I really season look forward to getting our, our ninth listener. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, other questions for Mailbag. Gabrielle asks, hello, mm. Patreon member here. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Love you guys and the pods with an S. Love that S. Thank you. Thank you. She's Thank you. picking it up. For consideration for the mailbag episode, I've listened to all the drunk cast episodes more than once. God love you, Gabrielle. And I cannot please get a therapist. Just yeah, kidding. Exactly. Just kidding. Uh, and I cannot figure out what Lotsey means. Ah, uh, yes. I just I know it's going to be one. so obvious once I learn. Trust me, it is not. Don't it you worry. Not. Okay. So this is amazing. I remember when we received this question and I was so excited for when we finally got to answer yeah. it. So please lead us in, Allison. So <laughs> In Commedia dell'arte. <laughs> yes. Bet you didn't think we were going there, did you? No, in Commedia dell'arte, uh, there was a a technique, a form. It's kind of difficult to say. Form. Because form. I think form. Because there's scripted, but also improvisation. It's a thing where you'd be like, here's a funny set piece. Lazzi! And then like a crazy thing would be like, oh, I have a hard time holding an egg. Or, oh, it's uh, essentially a, it's a fancy word for bit. It's a fancy word for repeated bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Usually physical. Usually a physical bit. Physical comedy. Yes. Like dropping well, something because, or tripping over and that's, something. Or, Comedia is heightened physical performance, usually with masks. Mm-hmm. And they're a set of characters. And it's very interesting. Look it up. Lots of stuff to learn. Very cool. It will definitely be a question on Jeopardy someday. Yes, it will. Yes, it and, will. And it's spelled L-A-Z-Z-I. Yep. Just for your knowledge. And it really just means repeated bit. Repeated joke. The easiest way that I can explain it, though, is it is to theater what yakety sax is to the universe. Yes. Right? I have another explanation for Great. it. The episode of Frasier. Oh, yes. Perfect. Where <laughs> Niles tries to iron his pants. That is a lotsy. Yeah, that, that is a lot. Entire <laughs> five minutes of no words of just David Hyde Pierce doing Im- impeccable physical comedy for you. That is a lotsy. Yes, awesome. Um, it is evident, obviously, in a lot of silent films, but mm-hmm. it has carried through into sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Catherine Gallagher, I would say, oh, like yeah. all of her shit that she does, the like, um, anytime she throws stuff, herself into something, yes, that's falls a lot. Something falls back into the bathroom stalls, that's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like a uh, comedic light motif, it's almost like it, it's a thing that threads through because it's always really really funny it's always physical comedy in a way that's really really funny yes Mm. when we use it we are not using it appropriately no we are using it to mean we kick and punch and fight and kick and punch and fight and kick and punch (laughs) Um, which in its own way is is a a lot scene (laughs) yeah um so it's uh we use it very loosely um lots of lee sometimes as uh a description of something that's happening in a scene that's like, well, here's a bit. Um, and we also sometimes use it, I would say, emotionally to be like, you know what we need? Lotsy! <laughs> um, so that is a Lotsy. Uh, also, here's another, your episode talking about Blood of My Blood. Um, I don't know, have you kept up on the podcast, Janine? No. That's okay. I, I figure it, if our worlds were reversed, it might make me kind of sad. So I'm with you. Don't worry. Bo, but that, don't, that means you don't know all of the shit we've talked about you. Yeah. Or the, our new outro system, which you are going to be like, why didn't you why think didn't of that? Why didn't we do this yeah. um, years ago? We'll get there. Okay. Um, uh, there's going to be an Outlander prequel called Blood of My Blood. Oh. Which we are affectionately calling Young Pamp. Because Young Pamp will move. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this on the Slack. Yes, Young Pamp. This is where we got into. We want Murtaugh solves crimes. Yeah. Um, Which I really do still want Murtaugh solves crimes. Um, I know he's dead. Okay, (laughs) it's fine. So time travel. um, Time travel. We were talking about characters that could potentially appear in Blood of My Blood, specifically characters who could appear as played by the actor who plays them in the main series, and there aren't that many. Okay. but this is what uh, Gabrielle is talking about here. Tagging onto your convo about current slash past cast members who might be in the prequel series, in addition to Murta and Dougal, Jocasta. That actress, Maria Doyle Kennedy, is much younger than in real, in real life than Jocasta in the Outlander series, and she's a fantastic actor. Hard agree. Um, Ooh, so we might get Aunt Jocasta younger. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Because Basically, any Mackenzie is still an adult, an option. though, right? She won't be a teenager. She'll, She'll be, be younger, like in yeah. her 20s. She would have teenage daughters. Okay, at so roughly, 30s. yeah, late. 30s. Oh no, she wouldn't have teenage daughters because that's during uh, the rising. So, um, she would have young children. So okay. she would be young. It's 
Probably a stretch, but she wouldn't be teenage. That's why we were like, Sophie Skelton cannot play young Ellen because she will literally be like 16 years old and Sophie Skelton cannot play a 16 year old. Right. So Ellen being Jamie's mother. Ah, got it. That's how we know there's young Pamplemousse because, you know, he carried a torch for her. And so there's going to be like goth boy, sad boy, Pamplemousse. He killed that pig for her. I know there's lots of prequels, but for some reason I'm equating this one to like Gotham. Where, like, everyone's just so young. It's before Bat- Batman showed up. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, there was this big giant story. You know mm-hmm. what? It's less Gotham. Mm-hmm. Here's, here is some TV critic knowledge that almost no one is going to know what the fuck I'm talking about, but these are the things I have to know. It's less Gotham than it is Pennyworth, which oh. is the prequel series <laughs> about young, hot Alfred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because okay. we're not going to, we are probably not going to see baby Jamie because yeah. he won't be a baby. He will be, eh, it's before he's born. Yeah. I'm guessing a lot of it will be before he's born. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it's going to be before Brian and Ellen get together. I mean, who knows it's how long it's going to run, together. but right. yeah, it's definitely going to start with the two of them getting together. It seems. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, less Gotham than Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, which Allison is, is so good at that shit. Like yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't remember the name of the show or whatever. She it just is gets my, right to the bone. But here's the thing: about. it is my actual job. I know, but you're really good at you're it. Really yeah, but Julie, it. if it was your thank you, I should just say thank you. That's very nice. But if it was your job, you would also be able to do that shit. I promise you. I guess. Also, like part of the reason I'm not keeping up with pop culture is because I don't have Allison in my life telling me, hey, "Have you seen this show? You should. Re- you really would like this show." Because Allison, as much as I don't take her advice sometimes. <laughs> Fucking knows what I like. <laughs> I do. I know the man. I, I know the man's taste. It's true. Um. Oh, here we go. Here's one of the who is Patty. Anyway, Patty. I already told it. Great. Next one. Um. Uh, Trish wants to know when we're doing an a uh, live show in Hawaii. Oh my God, Trish. First of all, hello. Hi, Trish. We love Hi. you. We love you. I would love to go to Hawaii. I want everyone to know, and I'm sure I've said this billions of times, here I am punching that time bubble again during lockdown, but the trip that I was going to take in September of 2020 was a fully paid trip to Hawaii, (laughs) and I did not get it. So anytime somebody's going to pony up for me to go to Hawaii, I'll go, but it seems prohibitively expensive especially for our podcast as the baby it is we're uh, doing good we're growing but dude we can't pay to go to hawaii i just found out <laughs> that right my, i have a 480 eighty dollar credit on united still Ooh. that i don't so janine could go to hawaii i don't know what it's from but yeah i could go <laughs> janine's corner in hawaii you have to build yourself a sand castle i will not release that episode <laughs> in, protest. <laughs> in protest here's another update we need to give you janine huh. we loosely at the last live show we did agreed that when outlander ends we would do a live show in scotland <gasps> which obviously you that should attend true. you would be a part of that and that we would have to do that like i don't consider that one negotiable yeah. can we can we i can we try can we try can we try to find that bar that i was at where i took a picture of yes. the giant yes yes obviously I, although yes. i gotta be honest i'm not sure that we're gonna have to find that exact bar i think we might be able to find that picture in quite a few bars <laughs> yeah Fair that might enough. be like guinness is good for you in a british pub yes you know like what the bonnie pinch tarley might be around a lot yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we can find it. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 What town was it in? 
I'll remember. No, not today. <laughs> not today, but I'll remember. Hey, anyway, Patty. <laughs> All right. The last question that I'm going to say before we wrap this one up is question, what dumb book do I have to read? <laughs> um, oh, is this from? My answer is still, ooh. So I'm just going to pick one right now. Guys, we're going to do this th- right now. Does it have to be dumb or does it just have to be a book? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, is that person actively saying what? Oh, honey, this is Kevin. Yeah, that's he Kevin. He wants to know what Outlander book he wants <laughs> that's to read. Kevin. You know what? The book isn't dumb. I am. Because <laughs> even I do that. I was like, oh, why is Kevin on this list? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm not thinking about Kevin. From at not not Kevin L. Question, what dumb book do I Thank you. Then I would have known. Um, okay, so. Kevin has such a very clear voice to yeah. me. <laughs> Let's see. Didn't everybody want him to read the first or second one? Well, but he wanted to specifically not read one that he's already watched, right? No, he wanted to read not read one that he hasn't seen the show for. He doesn't want to be spoiled for things that he Got has it. to watch. Okay, well then, for me, this is a, a, a much simpler question. Mm-hmm. Because I think... I think not season one. It is not crazy enough. Oh, French. France. Season two. Or, no, don't make him read the boat. I don't want to talk about the boat anymore. <laughs> yeah, but. At the boat season was the worst. But he's got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Oh, my God. We brought it back to Merv Griffin. <laughs> it's, um, it's, if we're going by what is the craziest, we really have two questions. The question is, do we want crazy ass shit in France? Do we want Dick Stab slash Monsieur Raymond slash the monkey bit me? Right? Or it's pretty fucking crazy. Or do we want Do we want the dog the cancer sniffing dog? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's crazy. Or do we want um Coco? Oh my god. Uh, I'm not done. I'm not done. Do we want Doomface Pound? Do we want Jamie living in a cave in the woods? Do we want, um, I mean, I forgot Culloden, right? Do we want uh, the, like, the fun, uh, history researchy Roger and Brianna traveling, no. et cetera, et cetera? France. Do we want France. fucking in the print shop? France. France. It's not even noon. <laughs> I think it's France. Okay. For Kevin, I think it's France. All right, then Kevin, the answer to your question is Dragonfly and Amber, 1992. Um, I will reread it and or re-listen to it, thanks to Vina Porter. Maybe you'll want to join me. Ooh, maybe. My second favorite not a- audiobook narrator of all time. Um, and uh, yeah, Dragonfly and Amber is the answer. So I think that's it for our mailbag, friends. Yes. Well, it was a catch-up with Janine plus mailbag. Yeah. It was good. Uh, <laughs> next time you hear us, we are going to catch up on a whole bunch of Outlander shit. That will be in December, unless for some reason we decide to do two episodes in November, which maybe we will. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know that We shit. are chaotic entities. We are chaotic entities, and we both have very full lives. It's true. We do. <laughs> um, and Amelia is getting married getting this afternoon. So she's going to be off yakety Saxon in the hot tub. <laughs> um. And so now, Janine, we move on to the the greatest Podlander innovation since your departure. Yeah. The part where we don't have to do jack shit. 
Allison. Hey, Julie. That sure was a great podcast we just did. We're awesome. Which one was it, do you think? I don't know, but it was definitely good. Was it, though? I mean, probably. Okay. I feel like I should be doing more of a, was it the... No, why is that a Julie impression? I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know why I'm doing a Julie impression. I am Julie. Yeah. Um... How how are you, how are you feeling about our marvelous podcast that we're doing? Feeling good. Good? Yeah, feeling all right about I'm it. I'm glad you are, Allison. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to take I'm going to take a little a little job from you. Okay. I'm going to steal your job and I'm going to share our social handles right now. Okay. Is Thank that okay? Thank you, Julie. Yes. Y- you're welcome. This is a terrible bit. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podlandercast. You can find us on Twitter at podlandercast. You can find us on Instagram at podlandercast and also at podlanderpresents and also at sickburnjane and also at a soon-to-be-invented handle for Karen Peary uh, as part of our new podcast, Girls Just Want to Solve Crimes. Um, The first series will be in the normal podcast feed uh, because Lauren Lyle fucking rules um after that it's gonna have its own feed go find it girls solve crimes and we talk about them um so you can find all of those instagram handles out there just find one and you'll find all of them at podlander presents whatever uh and you can find us on did i say twitter at podlander yes okay and more most importantly you can find us on patreon where you can support the show um get access to all kinds of fun bonusy things like what we need really need to do another what now um and our drag live stream and all of those fun things um we want to thank all of our patrons who make it possible for us to choose the show but especially the following wonderful folks take it <coughs> away aaron pagel <coughs> allison king doc jws i saw goody practiced <laughs> with the devil <laughs> kelly armstrong sydney taylor Cat's Paw 156, Maddie Perkins, Snazinak, Lisa Brian, Julia Guglia, Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Emily Day, Betsy English, Caitlin Reddick, Tina Barnett, Nicole Rodriguez, Kristen Freckled Fury, Laura Coulm, Ham on the Loose, <laughs> Liz and Tinkerbell, Stella Welch, Rochelle Lefevre, Amanda Sims, Jerry Hertel, Emily Carlson, Amy Gustafson, Rachel Townsend, Kelly Mazella, Schmazazazaza. Nope, that nope. was Amanda Schmazazazaza. Hold on, you guys, I'm new. <laughs> Rachel Townsend, Townsend, Kelly Mazella, Chantal Salters, Tara Lucchino, Viv Pickles, aka Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Pukowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick. <laughs> Kara Marlowe, Trish McCreary, right here, guys. Julie Detoit, Jen Lynn, Kelly Bodden, Amanda Smazazaza. No, Amanda Newton. That was Amanda Newton. I know. Amanda Smazazaza is Amanda Sims. You did it like two and a half minutes ago. Oh, my God. Did you think Amanda Smazazaza was her real name? I didn't know. <laughs> did no, you think? I know. I knew that it was not her real name, but <laughs> also, I don't do this part. Anyway, sorry, Amanda Newton. Thanks, Amanda Newton. And... <laughs> Kiki, the wise. Say hi, Ruth. Say the wise, Ruth. The wise. That's great. Thanks. Um, thank you so much for your support of the show. Uh, I should also say our artwork, we should be doing this anyway. Our artwork is um, by Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura. Um, thank you. Our theme music is by Alex Trebek, and <laughs> our funding is brought to you by you. Col- <laughs> yeah, viewers like you. Bye. Bye. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Jesus Christ! It'll be fine.
So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. Really big monsters. Zero irony. We're surrounded by cavemen. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette in 415 million BC. Where are we? Space. Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.